Welcome to our first episode of the Simply Connected podcast series. My name is Parad Suleiman, and I'm honored to take this journey with you. We really wanted to create this podcast in order to connect you with the best industry leaders that will help you on your business journey. I'm personally committed to South Africa and its much needed economic recovery, and I'm extremely focused on reinvigorating the lifeblood of the South African economy, which are the SMEs. We will interview some of the leading industry minds, understand the impact of key research findings, and also what affordable solutions your company requires in your specific sector or vertical, no matter how big or small your company is. We also want to make this podcast simple, informative, and engaging. So please reach out to us if you have any questions after each podcast on hello at simplyconnect.co.za. We are here for you every step of the way. We promised you the big guns as part of our podcast series, and when we promise, we deliver. Our first guest today is from Worldwide Works, headed by Arthur Goldstock, a pioneer in the South African market in the use of the internet as a tool for productivity. He is regarded as South Africa's leading expert on internet and mobile technology trends and leads several major annual studies. Arthur is joining us today to provide insight into his latest research, the Digital Corporation Study in South Africa. Arthur, welcome and thank you for joining us today on the Simply Connected podcast. Thanks so much, Farad. I appreciate those kind words. Arthur, one of the startling findings of the Digital Corporation in South Africa 2021 research study conducted by Worldwide Works is that South African enterprises took a step backward in digital transformation over the past year of the pandemic. What were the reasons for this? We were quite surprised at first, Farad, because one would expect that in line with what's happening globally, that there would be massive uptake of digital tools and processes, and therefore a speed speeding up of digital transformation. But digging down into the data, what we uncovered was that so much time was being spent on setting people up to work remotely that far less effort was going into transforming the organization itself. So typically a large organization is focused in terms of infrastructure on what it has at head office and how it supports processes and activities and operations at head office. When companies had to focus instead on how people were set up at home and how they could work most effectively at home, the result was that the transformation of the business environment and the office environment took a backseat. And that's why we believe that digital transformation actually slowed down, not for all, but for a high proportion of companies. So instead of uh, fast tracking digital transformation, um, you know, through COVID, it's actually, you know, been a hindrance to some of the larger organizations by transforming some of their, their you know, their, their actual, the, the main core business. I, I totally get that. And although it's counterintuitive, what were some of the standout findings when it came to connectivity specifically? Well, something that we've already seen over the past year and a half is just how important connectivity is when it comes to keeping uh, people connected, keeping businesses connected um, and the like. So we were quite interested to see how significant uh, connectivity would remain. And sure enough, along with cloud computing and similar tools, it's one of the most important areas for budgeting, in other words, for IT spend. And we did see that 
spending was now allocated across numerous categories of uh, technology as opposed to one or two that really stood out in the past. So um, that uh, told us that um, in terms of budgeting priorities, all technologies are important, but the one that stood out above all the rest was indeed connectivity. And that really tells you everything you need to know about working during the pandemic. Connectivity was key to it. Yeah, I've seen um, a lot of corporates put a strain on their, you know, their network, on their resources, security, scramble to provide some sort of last mile connectivity to their users. And, you know, we've seen over the first few months of the pandemic, a lot of the uh, the streaming services in terms of video conferencing, Teams, WebEx, uh, you know, Zoom, there was a lot of stability issues, especially with teams that are, you know, across uh, across the globe, not only based in South Africa. So I, I totally get that perspective. Um, with regards to any other findings that stood out to you in terms of, of uh, your study, uh, also, you know, what advice would you give to SMEs that are trying to transform digitally in the current economic climate, especially around, you know, cost savings and how they could, they could uh, you know, what sort of advice would you have for them in that space? The finding that is probably going to be quoted most often is the proportion of companies that expect a full return to work uh, post-pandemic or once there's more extensive vaccination. And that was almost exactly two-thirds. 64% of companies said they expected all staff to return. But what that also means is that a third of companies uh, are planning for a hybrid future in which they won't have all staff returning to work. And this is a global phenomenon. And I suspect that uh, one-third proportion is going to be something that we see globally as well, if not more than that proportion. But uh, what companies will realize is that the hybrid way of work is really the way of the future. That's the one element that guides us in what we advise people. The, the other element is to understand, and this is a key finding as well in terms of the analysis of the data, is that there isn't a new normal. Every company will have a different approach to how they want to deal with the future. The only thing that you could refer to as new normal is the uh, focus or the imperative on hybrid work. But uh, that obviously is going to be different for every company. There isn't a cookie cutter model and there isn't a one size fits all. So the new normal is actually that there isn't a normal anymore. So bearing that in mind, for small business um, in particular, they need to look at how they can embrace the hybrid way of work. In other words, having people able to work from the office and from home, and not one or the other, but being agile and being nimble enough to be able to move between the two for purposes of a particular project or a particular role and the like. So the real idea is that where you work has to be fit for purpose and also fit for circumstances. So, for example, if there's uh, serious storms or there's unrest, as we had in South Africa uh, recently, or you have uh, situations like load shedding, which result in there being no power at the office or vice versa, then you adapt your uh, approach to your staff in those terms. If it's not a manufacturing or construction or manual kind of role, and you are able to do it 
digitally, then that's what should be allowed for. So you may not want to work in that way as a permanent way of work, but it has to be part of the mix. And that means that at any moment or on any day, uh, given the circumstances on that day, you can suddenly uh, switch over to a different mode of work. Well, that makes sense. I mean, I think ubiquitous connectivity and getting employees productive wherever they are should have been inherent in, in any business. Um, but I think especially larger businesses and, and I think you're you know, looking at your insights and your research, it actually goes, you know, it actually it gives, gives large corporates and IT departments and IT teams a lot to think about. And I think, you know, for SMEs, I agree with you fully. I think from, from my perspective, I just wanted to find out with regards to, to security, were there any insights around security or, you know, uh, uh, any, you know, intrusions? Cybersecurity has been a topical thing in South Africa over the last couple of weeks and last month or so, especially with Transnet. Was there anything around that stood out for you with regards to security? There was no question that security was one of the hygiene factors, you could uh, call it, in terms of being able to um, keep working remotely or keep working in a digital uh, fashion. Not the most significant budgeting priority, but certainly it has to be there. It has to be in the mix. And uh, without security, uh, the rest of the business, in fact, could um, gr grind to a halt if there's a breach or a ransomware attack, as we saw with Transnet uh, recently. So you have to have uh, security built into the fabric of the rest of what you do. Cool. That was uh, Arthur Goldstock, MD of Worldwide Works, giving us um, his view and insights into the digital corporation study that he's just compiled in South Africa for 2021. According to McKinsey, SMEs make up 98% of businesses in South Africa and employ between 50 and 60% of the country's workforce contributing 39% to the local GDP. The article goes so far as to say that SMEs are the lifeblood of South Africa and also at the most risk. And our next guest is someone int intricately involved in the SME space in South Africa, Mr. Ismail Ghani, who is the managing executive of the Partner Channel and SME at Vodacom Business and has been instrumental in driving a transformation of their Partner Channel from a telco business to a tech business. Ismail, I wanted to get you into the hot seat and get your view on the impact of COVID-19 on the SME industry with a particular focus on digital and technology and how this has evolved uh, over the last uh, 18 or 19 months, uh, in your view. Yeah, so for our look, I mean, if we look at the COVID-19 and the pandemic, definitely uh, it had a very negative impact on Smith, right, in terms of both sales as well as revenue loss and profitability. But I think I want to answer your question from a slightly different angle. And I want to answer it in the form of what did the pandemic do to SMEs in terms of digitization? And if we look at that, I mean, generally, as South Africans, we are very resilient people. And we saw nothing different when it came to SMEs. SMEs are extremely resilient. When, if we see what has happened in the last 18 months in terms of digitization, actually COVID-19 propelled digitization for all SMEs. I mean, as a SME business owner, one realized that without connectivity, they could not manage or survive through the lockdowns and the various crises that followed. To be in touch with their partners, to be in touch with their customers, to be in touch with their suppliers, they required connectivity. So at the forefront of digitization, we saw an increased demand for connectivity. Those SMEs 
they've had connectivity, wanted increased capacity, and those that did not have connectivity, they needed connectivity. I think to further build on to that, we saw a huge uptake in, in, the, in the form of smart collaboration tools. I mean, people that never ever used Zoom before or Microsoft Teams were forced to use, use these tools just to stay in touch and be in business. What we saw initially, there was a big uptake from SMEs on Zoom, and then most of them migrated to Microsoft Teams. And I think another example of it is our call today. I mean, we would normally be doing this call here in a studio type of environment, but we're doing this online as well, again, using smart collaboration tools. I agree, Ismail. I think it's 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 had it's it's there's a lot of pros and cons to to the digital uh, transformation that SMEs have been through over the last eighteen months, and then embracing you know technologies like Zoom, as you mentioned, over the first few months. As I had a chat with Arthur earlier, I mentioned the fact that you know there was a, the platforms were a bit unstable, but I think the the companies like Microsoft, uh, you know Cisco with Webex, uh, Zoom, they started investing heavily in infrastructure, even locally, and that that built it up. In your view, Ismail, what is what is what is your view in terms of uh, the physical presence for SMEs that have had a retail presence or have some sort of a business that was focused on retail or physical, versus um, now the the future uh, that we're in right now or, or the present and going into the future in terms of COVID around online for SMEs? Yeah, I think, Pradi, if we look at the South African environment, I mean, the lockdown we had was one of the most stringent in the world. Now, if a business, uh, be it a SME or even a large business, and primarily SME, if a business only had physical presence and no online presence, then during the hard lockdown, they were doomed from a sales point of view. So what the pandemic did is that it almost forced the SME to have some sort of online presence. And we see those SMEs that had no online presence were forced to migrate or create some sort of online presence. I think it brings me to the point that in today's world that we're moving in, having online presence is no longer an option or luxury, but rather it is critical for you to stay in business. If we look further, I mean, and we look at consumer behavior, what the lockdown taught us really is, and with the pandemic in place, people are scared to go out. I mean, we see with our retail stores and in the retail malls, there's much less footfall than before. And this again, gravitates towards you have to have some sort of online presence. Even if we see consumer behaviors in the last few years, people don't just want to buy. Before they want to buy, they want to research. And for, for that reason, you have to have a website that's easy to navigate through, that's easy to work with. So if I'm a, I'm a consumer and I want to go onto the website, before I come to your store or before I'm interested in your products, I want to get onto your website. I want to be able to speak to somebody there, whether it's a person, whether it's a chatbot, I want to ask questions. And for these two reasons of changing consumer behavior, one, what the pandemic has brought us in terms of people are scared to go out. And the second thing in terms of consumers want to research and almost feel and touch the products within a virtual environment before they buy. If we just look at having online presence. So one is I have my physical store. I then have my online store. Then the next step for Smith Farad is to engage in digital advertising or digital marketing. I mean, we know one is the world has changed from physical to virtual and hybrid combination of both. I think the same thing has happened in terms of marketing. One cannot only rely on the old style of marketing in terms of billboards, in terms of pamphlets, et cetera, but one has to engage in digital advertising, digital marketing, 
using social media platforms and those kind of things. And that will make a massive difference to your business. Agree fully, Ismail. And I think, customer, as you mentioned, customer experience and customer engagement online using these new digital technologies is super important. Uh, but with that comes some risks. And so what are, what, what, in your view, what areas of risk come with digitization for SMEs? When we look at a typical SME, right, he has a physical presence. And with the physical presence, he's very familiar with what security requirements he needs. So the one is he knows that he needs to have, for example, an alarm system. He needs to have some, some physical barriers to entry, whether it's burglar guards, electric fencing, those kind of things. What has changed now is you have physical presence. You also have online presence. But with that, the way you're operating is different. You're having meetings. On your phone, a lot of your company information is stored on your phone. You're then having meetings at home when you're working from home on your on your home internet or your home Wi-Fi. And then you're having some meetings that are physical at your premises. And I think that is very, very big risks for a SME in terms of your normal controls that are at your physical presence are no longer present at home. And I, I'll take it from two fronts. The one is just your, like how your physical controls in terms of an alarm system, uh, electric fencing, security guard, et cetera, you need to make sure those same type of, while different tools, but the principle remains the same. Your information has to be secure. And for that, there's various providers that have provided, you have Norton security for your mobile phone, you need to have proper firewalls and all those kind of things that make sure your, the, the integrity of your information is protected. Then the other side of it is, at my premises at work, I've got all those securities, my firewalls, I've got all my, all my, my security for all my IT infrastructure. But I don't have that on my phone, and I don't have that at home. And considering the fact that I'm now working from home, and I'm working so much more on my phone, I need to make sure that I have the right security tools in place to protect my information of my business. That makes so much sense, Ismail. I mean, we don't have to go too far. Um, just look at, you know, the, what's happened with Transnet recently and the cyber breaches and securities. I think that's very good advice in terms of protecting your, your assets, both physical and digital. And in closing, Ismail, what, what parting advice do you have for SMEs on the journey to digital transformation? There's a few things I'd like to mention, right? I think the first thing is many SMEs are neglectful of when it comes to backing up their information. So, I mean, with the recent looting that took place, personal, I was personally in touch with some SMEs that lost information due to the fact that all of a sudden they needed to retract the information and they couldn't because of the looting. The information was stored on on-premise, uh, either on hard drives or within servers, et cetera. So I think the one key advice I'd like to give SMEs is let's embrace technology. Let's embrace digitization and move to vendor products such as AWS, Microsoft, Azure, et cetera, which are all cloud-based systems and off-premise. I think the second piece of advice I'd like to give is, and I'd like to use two examples to explain this, right? And we saw this with, with, with the pandemic when it came. Uh, if I take, for example, our Vodacom shops, due to the fact that there were restrictions in place as to how much staff we could have in store, so if we took a store, for example, in Santon or in Madeline, normally we would have 10, 10, 10, 10 staff within that store. 
What happened due to the restrictions is we had to make sure some staff stayed at home and others were at work and there was a shift system in place. But what, what many of our partners did is they turned this adversity or problem into an opportunity. And we got our staff at home to start calling our customers as customer care calls. But I cannot explain to you what a positive impact that had on our customers. And naturally what it resulted in on the second or the third customer care call, it resulted in additional sales. So I think the point is to sneeze is embrace technology. With it will come lots of opportunities and efficiency. Great insights there, Smile. And I can see the CA in you come out there when you start bringing it back down to Rands and Sense. But I think that's a very important, very important point as well. It must make sense. Thank you for sharing your valuable insights with us today, Ismail. I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation, and I believe in any SME or aspiring business owner listening to this podcast today will walk away inspired and hopefully will replay this podcast and listen to your insights and guidance over and over again. We really wanted to keep this podcast insightful and educational, but at the same time, we wanted businesses of all sizes to be empowered and know what products and services and solutions they should have access to at an affordable price. Seeing as though this is the first podcast, let me set the scene. Simply Connect is a local ISP that specializes in connectivity solutions for businesses of all sizes, but with special offerings for SMEs. By aggregating solutions from multiple providers, we ensure the customer need is met with the best solution on the market rather than trying to fit the customer's requirement into similar solutions from a preferred vendor. The company prides itself on being a one-stop shop and provides end-to-end support for SME customers, which includes managing any service queries directly with the service provider on their behalf. Simply Connect is also able to provide more choice and bespoke solutions to some SMEs with white-label solutions, sourcing and aggregating expertise and coverage via a number of fixed network operators and telcos. We are an unbiased partner to SMEs with a geographic footprint that is not only in South Africa, but into Africa, and we have a vision to partner with SMEs on their digital transformation journey. Today, I'm chatting with my colleague, Tanya Dreyer. Tanya is a formidable force when it comes to providing customers with customized products and solutions. Tanya, I've given some background information in terms of Simply Connect, but how is Simply Connect helping SMEs to build back better? So one of the things that SMEs don't always know is that they have a wide range of options when it comes to internet. It's not just about fiber. So if you are an SME and you are having problems uh, with coverage in your area, you should definitely come and chat to us. We have solutions that range from fixed LTE for your home or small office to solutions ranging to satellite. In addition, we are also offering support to our customers who were affected by the recent looting in KZN by offering free reparations to any of their infrastructure. To assist our SMEs to build back better after COVID-19, we are putting together some product bundles which will help them to grow their businesses, especially digitally. Some of the bundles we are looking at include some really innovative products, which will help them to manage their Wi-Fi networks and also do cool things like video commerce. A lot of these new products are first to market in South Africa, and we are engaging with our partners to offer three to six month trials on all of these bundles. Thanks, Tanya. You mentioned digital enablement and digital transformation. And I know these are, in the case of some SMEs, these are, you know, these are words that that uh, that are challenging or that are frightening, but break it down for us a bit. You know, simple stuff for digital transformation and digital enablement. You know, how are you guys doing it? How are you guys seeing 
um, saying this affects SMEs and, and what sort of uh, additional benefit is it being uh, or is it conveying to SMEs in their businesses? So like you said, digital transformation is a big word. Digital enablement is another uh, big buzzword. And that is one of the challenges that I think that SMEs have is understanding and how can they action uh, these things in their businesses. So I think at a very basic level, the first thing they need to think about is connectivity. Um, as Simply Connect, it's in our name, we specialize in connectivity. So we would really encourage our SMEs to come and have an open and frank conversation with us about the best connectivity for their business. Um, then on top of that, what we would like to do is to help our SMEs to really look at their businesses and figure out what are the next steps for your business. Each business is different. Everybody has different needs. If you have a lot of staff and you want to cut down on your communication costs and your interbranch costs, we've got a lot of voice solutions that run in the cloud and we can offer those at very competitive prices. If you have a business that's operating in retail, your customers might want to see your products without physically coming into a store. Um, so one of those options could be looking at things like video commerce. And that's definitely a product that is not very popular in South Africa, but we do have an exclusive license and we'd love to share more about that product with you. Other applications for video commerce could also be in hospitality or any industry where you would need to interact with customers on a face-to-face -face basis. But a lot of customers are preferring to stay at home. And so this is a great option for those customers. What is happening with regards to large enterprise customers and some of their digital transformation ambitions and digital enablement ambitions, especially as we heard from Arthur earlier, you know, them having to, to deal with workers working remotely and still being productive and security concerns and last mile connectivity concerns. What if what are some of the some of the, the challenges that you guys are seeing in that environment? What 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 solutions do you guys have in that environment as well? Yes, so just as you've said, a lot of companies are finding digital transformation quite challenging, especially as a result of COVID. A lot of businesses have had to switch to moving their employees to working from home. And they've also had to enable not only working from home, but accessing their corporate networks securely. Um, so Simply Connect, we've assisted multiple companies with their business grade requirements. Some companies are even looking as far as solutions like SD-WAN, which helps them to manage their entire network of all of their connections, whether that's from one branch, multi-branch, and even across the country. We also have some customers that we assist outside of South Africa to do that. There are multiple options for companies who are struggling to connect their employees from home. We can offer a range of solutions, which includes maybe you know an LTE for the home user, and then a secure connection into the company network via things like VPNs. So at the end of the day, we do service customers that are small all the way up to large. And one of the, our key differentiators is that we want to sit with you and partner with you on your digital transformation journey. We will do free scoping sessions to help you to figure out what is your actual requirement? And then we will take the hassle out of everything by going to the various providers and making sure we don't only get the right solution, but we get it at the best price. Thank you, Tanya. Today has been nothing short of informative. Thank you for joining us on this first episode in our podcast series. I look forward to engaging conversations over the coming months and ways that we can enable, uplift, and digitally transform current and upcoming SMEs.
If you like what you heard, I hope you share it widely and on social media. And if you want to reach out to us, please do so on our website, www.simplyconnect.co.za or hello at simplyconnect.co.za and we'll get back to you. Thank you. Thank you.